Hello, peoples. It is Lizard. And this is the panda. The almighty panda. Yes. All hail the almighty panda. Bow down, my subjects, before my mighty paws. Paws, our master. (laughs) He chooses who will go and who will stay. Sorry. What what did you say about my claws? (laughs) Big Big matey matey claws. claws. (laughs) That was a different intro than usual. (laughs) Oh, we got to shake it up every once in a while. Exactly. We can't be the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Even though it's, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. We're all good. And this is episode 11 of Lizard and Panda Take On Cinema. Woo! Woo! Uh, did you have movie news? Yes. Okay. Yes, I has the news of the movies. Well, at this point, we might as well just say pop culture news. Yeah. Mostly movies, but pop culture news, yes. yeah. Um, so, it looks like uh, Warner Brothers is actually working on a live-action Wonder Twins movie. Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, from the same writer as Black Adam, who's uh, Adam... How you say that name? Six six kill kill. Adams. <laughs> That's his name. It's Adams. There we go. Beautiful. Love it. Um, apparently there is in the works right now a biopic on Weird Al Yankovic. Oh my! Biopics are becoming a thing now. Right. Guess who's playing Weird Al? Weird Al. No. Oh, who? Daniel Radcliffe. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. And I'm totally cool with it. Um, let's see. There's... What else? Oh, Joker 2 is reportedly being filmed in 2023. Why, though? I don't know. Apparently, Joaquin Phoenix really wants it. Oh, but I don't think that it's necessary. It's Can't the... we just have, like, a single... Okay, this also could just be my opinion. I feel like we should just have, like, just a single. Why do one things shots. have to be, like, a series? Yeah, it's okay to have a one-shot. Exactly. Some of my favorite movies are one-shots. Marvel literally had an entire comic book series called One-Shots, that they have one-shot stories in each... Exactly. Just... It can be done! Exactly. I feel like we need to start going back to that. I feel like that's one thing that Marvel has done that kind of... A lot of people have hopped the bandwagon where it's like, we're just going to continue all this stuff. And I'm just like, how about we not? Just do one thing. One thing. Yeah. One of the reasons why I don't agree with the Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, just let it go. Like, I'm excited to see the name Hocus Pocus back out in the light. Mm-hmm. But do we really need a sequel? I don't think so. The witches blew up for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, they went kablooey. That, was there a book, too? I think so, probably. That, like, they brought them back and they brought back their mom or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yes. Um, Robert Pattinson wants his Batman film to become a trilogy. Again, band, hopping off of that last. Yep. But also, the director really wants to do a uh, more grounded, realistic version of Mr. Freeze. And I'm actually kind of hype about that. I can dig that. Yeah. Because, you know, he's it, he's one of my favorite DC villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything would be better than the Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Freeze! Oh, my God. 
Love it. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I have two anime news. Being Demon Slayer Season 2 finally concluded its second season on the 13th of this month. And I didn't realize that it was the last episode of that season. And I watched it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wait till next week to watch the next episode. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Think again, sir. There, there's no official date for season three. But we do know that season three is coming. Um, Another show that I ended up really liking is called Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, Season two just got approved and it's going to start or start airing in 2023 as well. And then Attack on Titan. There's only five episodes left. <laughs> By the time this episode releases, there'll be two more days until... How do I math? Because they air on Sunday, so two more days until that episode. So after this recording, after this week, there will only be four episodes left. And I'm not ready. I've been watching this show for ten years. I'm sorry. Ten years. I'm, so I'm not sorry. ready. I'm so sorry. I'm not ready for it to end. I know. I get it. I understand completely. I've had those shows. <sighs> and my last news, I'm pretty sure is going to fit in with one of the things you're going to say. Uh, probably. I, I literally only have three things that I wrote down because then the other, the last one was going to be what I mentioned to you earlier mm-hmm. before we watched the movie. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll just go, go into that. Uh, did you know that the Daredevil Netflix show and all the other Marvel Netflix shows will be taken off of Netflix March 1st? Yes. We're still not sure if they're going to come to Disney+. Plus. They did better. Because that's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> to just... Because, like... And, of course, I had just recently watched Daredevil again, and I didn't finish mm-hmm. just because I still have so much left and so little time, and I'm... I, so I'm just... It... I know this one person I follow on TikTok has said, like, it, they'll probably end up being on Hulu because Disney Plus is so, like, family Yeah, and but stuff. But also, there, there's been talks for at least a year now that Disney Plus is going to have a section that's dedicated for adult movies. Because, like, they have to realize that, you know, the adults now still watch Disney movies. Yeah. Like, they and have to realize And plus, the kids it. do... Really? Uh, okay, fine. Yes, they're very savvy with the technologies and the interwebs and whatnot. But still, who's giving them a card to purchase Disney Plus? The adults. So they have the say <laughs> on what they can watch or not. Exactly. Exactly. Just give us that section. Just skip. I don't think Logan's on there either, right? No. But I think, isn't Logan still owned by Fox, technically? Although, wait, no. There's Disney Plus Fox. Yeah, yeah, that... I dropped my pen. <laughs> yes, all of that. I need to rewatch that movie. It's been too long. It, it makes me sob uncontrollably. It's so good, though. Yes. Um, I also put on here uh, George Garcia, who I don't think. Did you ever see the show Lost? Bits and pieces. That is one of my shows that I've watched over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. That so many people hate the ending, but I'm part of the minority that absolutely loves the ending. Hmm. But anyway. One of the characters, George Garcia, he plays one of the characters, Hugo, a.k.a. Hurley, and he's going to be in the new Rob Zombie Monsters movie. Hmm. And I'm excited for this movie. I actually, yeah, I did hear about that. And mm-hmm. 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 I'm, I'm excited for this movie. And the last thing I have written down is, uh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny, that, and I just felt the need to mention, 
uh, the director of Moonfall, whose name escapes me, but he also directed um, Independence Day and 2012. Oh, um... I didn't write down his name. I forgot to. I got it. I got it. I got it. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, that Roland Emmerich. Yes, that guy. Uh, I'm sure that you saw it, but basically he was, like, talking shit on um, superhero movies and saying that they were boring. And his response, he was just like, how many superhero movies can you make? And I'm just sitting here like, how many, like, Doomsday and Alien Invasions movie can you make? Because that's literally all you make. And by the way, I haven't seen it, but Moonfall apparently sucked. That's unfortunate. It is, because it looked interesting. But then mm-hmm. when I was like, because at this point I had read some spoilers, like, and as I'm reading them, I'm just like, that sounds so stupid and so weird. So I'm probably going to end up watching it when it's like I can rent it for like five bucks or it's free somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's probably how I'll watch it. I'm not spending money to see it in theaters. But it's like you can't talk shit on superhero movies. Call the kettle black. Exactly. It's like when you're doing the exact same thing. Which don't get me wrong, I love Independence Day. Yeah, the second one sucked though. Second one was yeah, well, yes. horrible. Absolutely. Usually kind of how it works. But yeah, dude, the pot calling the kettle black. Yes. But yes, that's all I have. But however, mm-hmm. even though I didn't get to, thank God for the internet, Danny, because I didn't get to see live the movie trailers because I was at work. I did. But th- thank God for the internet because I was able to see for first the movie Nope. Yep. By Jordan Peele, and I'm so excited. It looks so interesting. It looks so interesting, and I am. I have more questions than answers. And plus the cast. Oh, absolutely. Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um. Steven Yun. Yes. Uh, I forget his name. I always forget his name. As I'm beating myself with my own pen. Uh, nope. 2022. <laughs> I'm looking up the cast. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. Yes. Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. But also just the trailer itself the entire time I'm staring at it being like, alien invasion? Maybe? I don't know. I feel like there's a twist in there. There's 100% a twist. Because he actually knows how to do a twist. Exactly. And I'm just... M. Night Shyamalan, get your shit together. Yes. Well, some of them he does really well. For M. Night Shyamalan, it's a hit or miss. That's what I'm saying. He had an entire period of, like... Just shitty movies, especially Last Airbender. Oh yeah, that was bad. Mm. We don't talk about that movie. How do you ruin that show? How do you ruin it's the blueprint is right there. <laughs> Just follow the show. The show was amazing. It got so many awards for a fucking reason. Just follow the fucking show. It makes me happy that I did not pay for my ticket to see um that movie. Because that was bad. Anyway, but yes, nope, it looks so exciting, and I'm just, oh, seriously, Jordan Peele's the nef- next Alfred Hitchcock of this generation, and yes. I love it. And, like, the entire time I'm staring at it and being like, oh my god, I've watched it, like, maybe 12 times, because I'm just, like, trying to catch every little thing that I they might They don't show missing. you anything. And they don't show anything, but there's all these, like, little things. And that's that's the perfect trailer. Exactly. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to see any more trailers, because I don't want... The risk of, like, any spoilers yeah. anymore. Because I feel like that it get, does get to a point where trailers just show too much. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that anymore. And then, then, and and then... Doctor Strange 2 and the Multiverse of Madness. The implications! I'm 
so excited. It looks so Sir good. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> we should just tell him the truth. I, I I heard the voice and I legitimately lost my shit. I heard the voice and then I saw like a little bit of the bald head and I was just like, <gasps> oh my god! Are we doing the Illuminati? Is this happening? It looks like it's going to be a multiversal Illuminati. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm I'm so excited. And then Wanda, mm-hmm. that line that she delivers that had sparked so much fighting in the community. Did it? Yeah, of her being like, you, what What was the exact words? You break the rules. Break the rules and you become the hero. I do it and I'm the villain. That doesn't seem fair. She's got a point. She does have a point. She has a solid point. But it's so causing so much like controversy that people are just like, well, what, what Wanda did was worse than what Stephen Strange did. What are you talking about? Okay, equally, they both did bad things. But I, honestly, I feel like Strange has fucked up more than Wanda. Yes. And also, he was more on purpose. Mm-hmm. Where hers was an accident. Yes. And she didn't realize until, like, the very last moment and, like, within a day, fixed it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, do I, I, am I making excuses for the woman? No. But what she needs is help. She needs mental, not being locked away. Like, some people are saying, like, she needs to go to jail. No, I don't believe that. Dr. Strange literally broke the rules just to help a kid who couldn't get into college. Yep. That is so irresponsible. Yep. And then Strange just could have made a phone call. And that was it. Kind of. (sighs) But, but yeah, anyway, anyway, back to, I'm just, I'm so excited for this movie. Mm -hmm. And I just have more questions that I'm just like... What's going to happen? But don't tell me. But what's going to happen? But seriously, don't tell me. I'm having one of those back and forth conversations in, mm-hmm. in my head. And then, my boy. My boy. Fucking Moon Knight. <laughs> I'm so hype. I'm oh, so I'm, hype. I'm so ready for it. When is that again? March? Yes, March. Oh my god, that's so soon. So, the the last news that I had that actually was going to piggyback off of that was... Oh, yes. um, They just announced the voice of Khonshu. Oh, did they? Yes. The voice, uh, the Egyptian god of uh, vengeance and the moon from Moon Knight's lore. Um, F. Murray Abraham. Huh. Yes. I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that, like, Moon Knight looks just so dark and gritty. It looks like, from what Kevin Feige said, that they're not pulling back any punches. Oh, good. Which I know how they're going to get past that because we all know... Well, we know. Our audience may not know. <laughs> Moon Knight does a lot of fighting with, um, sp- like, weird fucking creatures, like werewolves and shit. You don't really have to put a sensor on beating up a creature. Yeah, it's no. All, not- it's weird how it works like that. Yeah. Well, because, you know, they're creatures. They're not real. Although, nowadays, people might be a little bit more sensitive with that. You flick them on the forehead. You they, they feel like they got shot. Yeah. I whatever. I digress. That, 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 that's a whole That's a whole other ballpark yeah. that we're not going through at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'll go on a tangent. Don't, exactly. Don't, don't, don't we don't we don't need that for either of us right now. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, cuz we're trying not to have too many movie news cuz we know that our current movie we're going to be talking about we 
But we're gonna be talking about it a lot because we love this movie so much. Yes. But we're gonna try. We're gonna try to be good. Yes. We're, we'll, we'll try to <laughs> condense this. And so, in honor of next week, March fourth, uh, the Batman will be releasing in theaters. Yes. And I'm so excited for this movie. I think at this point, I've just. Because, you know, I was trying so hard not to get too excited just because of how the Batman live... Or, not Batman. The DC live action movies Mm -hmm. have been very disappointing. I've been trying hard for a while not to get too pumped about this movie. But at this point, I think it's all... Flip the table. It's all done. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I've gotten, like, so super hyped about this movie that I'm like, I can't contain it anymore. Also, before we continue, we do have to say one thing. Pause. Yes. Moment of silence for Jason Reitman. The creator of uh, Ghostbusters. Yes. We're going to have to do an episode. On Ghostbusters. And bring Brandon in. Yes. Brandon, if you're listening, join us on the conversation of Ghostbusters. But yes, rest in peace. And rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yes. Because I don't think we mentioned that yet. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah, no. Also, did you read, like, the actual reason why he died? The cause of death being, like, basically a concussion? Yeah. Yeah. That, that... Yeah, that's right. Wear helmet, people. Not, not only that, never fall asleep after a concussion. Yeah, just don't fall. If you hit your head, don't just assume that it's just you're fine, everything's going to be fine, I'm just going to go to bed. No, don't do that. You should get that checked out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yes, rest in peace. Jason Rickman. Jason Rickman. Yes. Okay. Okay, back to happy conversation. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, yes, anyway, in honor of the Batman coming out next week... We today will be talking about Batman Returns from 1992, the year I was born. Yes, what day? June 19th. So a few months before you were born. Yes, I said the year, not the month. I'm just saying, it's just a few months, like just a few months shy, just slightly older than you. A little bit. A little bit. But yeah, not the first Tim Burton Batman movie. No, but the sequel. Yes, which is kind of a separate movie on its own. Like, it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. It's, so, yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. one of those. Mm-hmm. That's like how a, I feel. Like a single plot story within a shared universe. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But, but yes. Uh, do you want to do a synopsis, or should I? I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Summary. While Batman deals with a deformed man calling himself the Penguin, wreaking havoc across Uh, Gotham uh, uh. with the help of a cruel businessman, a female employee of the latter becomes the Catwoman with her own vendetta. Dun-dun-dun! Sparkle, sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle. And, um, gawing and ooing and eyeing over Catwoman. Mm -hmm. Because I love her. And I love the fact that we're getting a Catwoman again... In the Batman, and it's Zoe Kravitz. I, I feel like I, this whole episode, yeah. I'm going to be going back and forth between the Batman and Batman Returns. I mean, that's the whole reason why we watch this movie anyway. I know, I'm just giving the warning. I'm just giving the warning. Okay, so our star-studded cast for this movie. We have a young Michael Keaton playing Bruce Wayne, the Batman. <laughs> uh, I wrote down uh, some notable works for each of the cast members. So, obviously, Batman 1986... Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice. Don't say it. Don't say it. Beetlejuice. Oh my god, he said it. Where is he? I can't do an impression of him. Damn it. 
I have not worked on that one. Um, Birdman, the unexpected virtue of ignorance, which I haven't seen yet. I have not seen that one either. I keep on hearing good things, but I have not seen that one. Mm -hmm. Mr. Mom, the movie pretty much what gave him the reason why people didn't like the idea of him playing Batman yeah. in the beginning. Yep. And Spider-Man Homecoming as the Vulture. Yes. Mm -hmm. He did so good in that movie. Absolutely. Especially that car scene. Yep. So good. Absolutely. The ever gorgeous, because well, like we said before, she still looks gorgeous <sighs> at her age now. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm -hmm. I, I love her so much. I know. <laughs> as Selena Kyle, the Catwoman. Notable works, one of maybe top 20 movies for me is Scarface. Yes. Such a good movie. <laughs> Dangerous Minds, another good movie. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man the Wasp. Mm -hmm. The Witches of Eastwick. I love that movie. That's one of my favorites. And a, a another underrated animated movie, The Prince of Egypt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she played the queen. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also... No. No, she didn't play the queen. She played uh, what's his name, uh, Moses's uh, wife. Oh, the, that that lady person. Yeah, I forget her name. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> when know it comes my... to the Bible, a lot of things just blank out for me. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. You, you you know why? Yep, yep. But also with Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> even though the movie, not a fan, it sucks. Should not really have been made in the first place. However, she was still gorgeous in Greece too. Mm. And literally, my dad doesn't like that movie either, but he has admitted to me when he was younger and that movie came out, he would put the movie on mute and just look at Michelle Pfeiffer. That's fair. Because it, she's that, on a, his list. Yeah, that that's completely understandable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Danny DeVito <laughs> as Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> the Penguin. Notable works include Matilda. Yes. Twins. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, which, funny enough, still in the same movie series. Yeah. Uh, Hercules as Phil. <laughs> uh, the Lorax and Always Sunny. Because, you know, he's the trash man. <laughs> I get up on the stage <laughs> and I get a trash can. And I put it all... <laughs> okay, now I'm going to have to send Amanda a picture of Danny DeVito. Oh, yes, you're going to have to yes. do that. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Um, as I'm doing that. Um, where am I at? Oh. Danny Vito. Yes. It's Christopher Walken. <laughs> I can't really do it in a good impersonation of him, but you know what I mean. You know it's Christopher Walken. You, just, you say the name and we all just hear the voice. It's more cowbell. <laughs> as Max Shrek. Don't care. <laughs> um, every time I hear his name, that's all yeah. I think about. Yeah, that's all I think about, too. Um, notable works include Pulp Fiction, mm -hmm. The Watch Scene. I love that monologue. It's so oh, funny. Oh, yes. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Click. Uh-huh. Which I actually really do like that movie. That's an underrated movie. Yeah. Uh, Blast from the Past. Mm -hmm. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus, who's in that movie? Brendan Fraser. Oh, yes, Brendan Fraser. Yes. Oh. And The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. He's King Louie. And his interpretation of uh, I Want to Be Like You was top-notch. Oh, absolutely. It's top-notch. so good. Um, and Michael Goh as Albert. Yes. 
Notable works include <laughs> Batman, Corpse Bride, Sleepy Hollow, Horror of Dracula, back from 1958, mm-hmm. Curse of the Crimson Colt, 1968, and They Came From Beyond Space, Ooh. 1967. I, I'd actually need to go back and watch those old, like... Yeah, cheesy horror movies like the creature films because oh, I feel yes. like they're, they're gems. They they really are. At the end of the day, like classic, just classic. Um. Okay. So crew obviously director is Tim Burton. We wait, all know. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm just saying. I also wrote down on here because it's very important. Okay. Doug Jones played the thin clown. Yes. <laughs> I forgot to write that. Oh, I did mostly like more notable cast. I I, yeah. I know, but Doug Jones. <laughs> Like, yeah. Billy from Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. The, the, the literally the Abe Sapien. The the fish, in Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Thank you. Shape of fish, fish sticks. Yes, that one. Good movie. Fantastic. And and also oh from a, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh um. I'm making the, the hand gestures with my the pale hands. man. The pale man. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't even describe it well. Like yeah, with the eyes and this one. And yes. This one. Yes, please send yes, that one. This one. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. now you can continue with yes. the rest. And I'm not distracted anymore. We're good. Exactly. We're good. We're good. All good. Okay. Director, Tim Burton. Notable works include Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh-huh. Beetlejuice. 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 <laughs> 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 oh my god, ow. That hurt my chest. Don't die on us. We're in the middle of recording, Liz. I'm sorry. I'll die afterwards. Yes. <laughs> After you're done editing. Hey, yes. After you're done editing <laughs> and then releasing, and then I'll die. It's all good. <laughs> uh, where's that? Beetlejuice. Edward Scissorhands. Yep. Mars Attacks. What? Mm. Ill what? What? You say ill? <laughs> what? No, sorry. I was like doing Oh, I was coughing. like, what? You don't like Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> no, I love Edward Scissorhands. It was more of like a cough still coming out. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Attack! Attack! <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. There's a lot of Sleepy Hollow in here. Yeah. Um, Big Fish. Yes. I do like that movie. That's good. Mm-hmm. That, there's also a book, right? Yes. I haven't read the book. I have not either. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really get into like reading reading until, what, like three, four years ago? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I just need to get back into the swing of reading again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Corpse Bride. Another good movie. Yes. Sweeney Todd. Oh, yes. The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Love it. My friend. <laughs> uh, screenplay by Daniel Waters, whose notable works include Heathers. You love that movie. Mm-hmm. Hudson Hawk, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Vampire Academy, which I haven't seen. Oh, that's good. But... Freaking Demolition Man with yes. Steven Stallone. Yes. Or not Steven Stallone. Why not? Wow. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I was thinking of two different people at once. Sylvester Stallone. I didn't even notice. I just was like, I yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a day for both of us. Yes. It's been a long day. Long day. Oh, yeah. Very emotional day. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Producer. Uh, Denise Denovi and Tim Burton. Uh, notable works for at least... Um, Denise uh, Denovi, Heathers, Edward Scissorhands, The Nightmare Before Christmas, James and the Giant Peach, Catwoman, the 2004 one. Ugh. I can't believe my mom likes that movie. It's so bad. 
Why is she like that movie? Where did I get my movie taste from? (laughs) Oh, yeah, myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Focus with um, Will Smith. Yes. And Margot Robbie. Music by Danny Elfman. Mm. Mm. Oingo Boingo. Beautiful. uh, Notable works include pretty much all, everything that... Freaking uh, Tim Burton has done. So, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands. He did also the score for Darkman. Yes. Um, Love Men movie. in Black, which I didn't know he did the score for that. I did not know that. Uh-huh. Uh, Spider-Man, 2002, Sam Raimi. Yep. Um, he did the score for Meet the Robinsons. Did he? Yeah. I did not know that. It doesn't sound like him. And he's doing the score. It doesn't. And he's doing the score for um, Doctor Strange 2. Is he? I thought they got someone else. No, I'm pretty sure he's doing the score for it. Or am I thinking of something else? No, I'm pretty sure he's doing the score for that. Look it or up. maybe somebody else. Look I don't know. We'll, we'll look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to look it up. Your, your phone's on one record. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Yes, yes. We're trying to not be so long. <laughs> exactly. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, which is my favorite out of the two. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Poor man. How many times do I have to repeat this in just about every episode? This movie is not safe, <laughs> sane, and consensual. <laughs> and what happened to the whole thing about you finding connections to, um... What show was it? Charmed? Yes. I don't think anybody on here has been on Charmed. What about the last episode? The one before that? Yeah, because they haven't been on it. <laughs> they don't look, Daniel, you can't force it. It's just something that happens. Yeah, at least find like some type of degree. Alright, like, I'll this, figure it out. Yeah, yeah like next, this person worked with this person, worked with this person. Alright, next episode I'll do that. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. Actually, no, next episode I can do that because a certain someone was uncharmed of the next movie. Anyway, yes, continue. Yes, we gotta I'm keep on the going. Page now. <laughs> Release date of the movie was June sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. Yep. Runtime of hundred and twenty six minutes. Budget of between sixty five and eighty million dollars. And it made a whopping $266.89 million. Damn. Because it's Batman. Because it's Batman. Yes. Beautiful. Well yeah. done. Yes, yes we yes. eventually got there. All right. And one thing we did decide tonight, which we kind of have been doing anyway, uh, that whenever it's a movie that we absolutely love and just can't obsess enough over it is basically just talk about the scenes that we love the most. Yes. Because if we go from the beginning of the movie to the end, we're just going to keep... It's going to be that. It's going to be a four-hour podcast. That's what it's going to be. It'd be one of those, like, we'll do part two, part one this week and part two next week or something like that. And we don't have the time for that, unfortunately. No. No. Not with our schedules. Mm -mm. But uh, just this this movie. I, I think I said in the end of the last episode that I have my qualms with this movie... But it, it, I still love it. There's only like one real big thing that I don't like about this movie. What is that? The bomb. The, the, yeah, that was actually the first thing that I thought of. Where I was just like, Batman literally takes a bomb, straps it on to this big dude, and it's just like, bye bye and throws the dude through like a hole and he just explodes. Apparently that scene was put in last minute. Why? Batman doesn't do that. Exactly. That's what everyone was telling like whoever was editing this and they're like, Oh, we're gonna put it in. Oh my god! We're gonna put it in. Let's put it in the movie. It's uh. fine. It's fine. It's funny how I'm acting more wiry when I don't have this. 
yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're okay. It's fine. It's fine. Makes it more entertaining. It's oh, like, girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, like, with the, this movie, like, it's just, it's just so good. I <laughs> just... Like, I've seen this movie so many times, and I still just absolutely love it. From like the art direction to the like scenery, lighting. It's definitely a lot more like campy than the first one that Tim Burton did. Yeah, it, I, that's that it has definitely to be. delves into that like campiness. Mm-hmm. That's actually why uh, Tim Burton left the uh, the third one because they were like, um, yeah, let's focus on like more toy centric. Yes, I did tell you um, not too long ago that I had finally, after all of these years, bit the bullet and I watched Batman Forever and Batman and Robin for the first time in years Mm -hmm. because I remember hating those movies so much and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to give it another shot. HBO Max is going to be taking it off of its streaming service. I'm just going to give them both another shot. They're bad. Oh my god, they're bad. They're bad. The entire time I'm watching them and I'm just like, okay, losing brain cells. Want to die. This is horrible. And my dad had asked me, he was just like, which one is worse? And I'm like, I haven't seen Batman and Robin yet, so I will watch that and I will let you know. Most people think say that George Clooney one is worse than Batman and Robin. My opinion is Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. What the fuck were you thinking about the Two-Face? I just did... And also and, just Val Kilmer's acting in that one was yeah. just bad. Like, at least George Clooney, he the man can still act. Yeah. Like, he did a damn good job for what he was given. And every time I see Jim Carrey, all I see is the Joker. He is the Joker. Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I just, I just, sorry, rest in peace, Joel Schumacher, because I, that man did seem like a very lovely human being. And I do love a decent amount of his movies. Lost Boys. Oh, I love Lost Boys. But what the fuck was he? Okay, no, I know what the fuck he was thinking. It was because, uh, I literally wrote it down. So it's part of Tim Burton was pretty much pushed out from the franchise because Warner Brothers kept on getting um, complaints from parents saying that the first um, two movies were too scary for your children. I too scared, so I can't see the movie. The Batman comics is about a mentally ill man who attacks mentally ill villains that are fucking terrifying in a horrible, disgusting, catastrophic city. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's speaking. It's because like you, you figure parents at that time came from a generation of um, Adam West. Yeah. So their interpretation of Batman is, wham, pow, boom. The, the freaking, the, the two-finger, I forget the name of the dance. <laughs> the, like, disco dance? Yes. Like, yep, yep. But that's not Batman. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, I know right now there's a lot of people that I follow on TikTok where they're just like, Batman is not a good guy. He's, like, la 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 Which I agree. However, he is still my favorite. I, first, and, you know, Scar- just like Scarlet Witch is my favorite. Because, you know, I lean towards the severely mentally damaged, mentally ill people. Because they're more interesting as and I, characters. Yeah, and they kind of relate to them just a little tiny bit more. I <laughs> He's literally someone with, um, what's the name of the, um, dissociative disorder. I don't want to say schizophrenia because that's not the term. Right, no, it's not. Near personality Yeah, personality disorder, right? Yeah, like, I forget the exact Multiple wording for it. personality disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he literally goes around just fucking up people with three different personalities. Exactly. So, but, yeah. Anyway, back to Batman Returns. Yes. Because <laughs> we went on a tangent about that one. Uh, but... Lost train of thought. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about for? Uh, the parents. The parents. Not nah, the, the, the toyetic Tim Burton leaving the movie because they wanted... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Well, I mean, they didn't even make, like, the penguin... Like, Danny DeVito's penguin toys because they were too creepy. Yeah, they... Back then. Yeah, they made them look like, um... Just like the, you know... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, actually it wasn't until recently that they came out with a Danny DeVito penguin figure. Yes. That's crazy. Which I'm going to need to get. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But this movie in general, I just, there's so many, like, great scenes that I just absolutely love. And most of the scenes involves Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. Because just every time she came on screen, I'm like, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. <laughs> like we were saying earlier, if I ever get the chance to meet Michelle Pfeiffer, I, the entire time I'm just going to be like, you're just so pretty. And I just, you, you have a beautiful soul and I love I, you. I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> I just be like, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's literally what I'd be like if I saw her in person. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like, I will say with the opening scene of this movie when, like, literally the parents just yeet the baby into the river. You mean Pee Wee Herman? Yes. Which, they were actually going to have Burgess Meredith play the dad. But unfortunately, he was too sick. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, towards the end. Yeah. Which, Burgess Meredith. I know. Sorry. I will forever know him. Yes, he was the penguin in Adam West Batman. However, I will forever know him. From the Twilight Zone. When all the man wanted to do was read. And then his glasses fell and he broke them. And then I just... I hear the voice late at night in my my sleep. And I just hear go... That's not fair. There was finally time. Oh my god. Sorry, that that episode is just very upsetting to me. But it's my favorite one. Yes. And Rocky, but Twilight Zone. He he fucks me up in Rocky. He's he really, really does. He's so good. I it would have been great to see him. No offense to Pee Wee Herman, but I that he would have been even if it because it, there's no talking in the scene. It's just them seeing their deformed child and then yeeting him into the river. Yeah, but he still would have done beautifully mm-hmm. in that. But yeah, and then even just the opening score the entire time that you see like the bassinet or. The, whatever, yeah. the crib going through the sewers and just the music in the background. Oh, Danny Elfman, well done. Also, just the revamp that Danny Elfman did between the first movie and the second movie with the theme. Uh-huh. I also got a lot oh. of Beetlejuice vibes from this one. Yeah, like the the choral chorus. Yeah. Yes. Choral? Cor- chorus. Chorus. Because you say choral and I just think of like in the sea. <laughs> Or coral! Coral! <laughs> yes. Where am I at? Where are we at? Oh, still the beginning. Okay, so, segueing from that, just that iconic scene of when they finally turn on the bat light. Oh, I love that scene so much. And then you so see the entire back of that room just ignited with the bat symbol, and then just Bruce Wayne stands up like, 
What? Looking out the window. I love that scene so much. Because even, like, the beginning of it, he's just sitting there with, like, his face in his hand, and he's just brooding, looking at nothing. And then the lights all turn on, and then he stands up and just looks. I'm like, yes! I love that scene so much. It's my favorite. Why is that actually something that, like, us as mentally ill people do? We just brood. Or zone out. Whichever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. As a child, I used to would have listened to music and then pretend I was in a sad music video. Same. Yep. <laughs> or especially when you have the headphones in, you're in the car, your head is on the window, and you're looking out, and it's all raining, and you're like... Yes. Why is my life this way? Oh, look, it's a funny monkey driving by. <laughs> oh, no, that's not a monkey. That's a chimp. It's ch- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, also, here's my question to, uh, you and to anybody else who wants to be listening. Mm-hmm. Is this a Christmas movie? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I usually watch this around Christmas time mm-hmm. every year. Granted, I watch whenever I feel like it, but, like, mm-hmm. I make it a point to watch it during, like, the Christmas season. Yeah, it's, like, it's the same argument with Die Hard, Iron Man 3. Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> which I did watch last Christmas. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100% Christmas movie through and through. I don't care what anybody says. Gremlins. Oh, gremlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are my notes. So many papers. Also, one of the scenes that I also really loved, because, again, we're going to be jumping around with this. Uh, when originally Catwoman, like, Michelle Pfeiffer, she goes back to her apartment after she turns into Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And the one sign she has where it says originally, hello there, mm-hmm. I didn't notice until this viewing that, like, after she's, like, making the cat suit, and then it's at her bedroom window, and it's, like, panning away from the scene, and she's, like, in the window. Yeah, she knocks out the the, the T and the O. Yeah, I did not realize that they, because ch- they changed it to hell here. Mm-hmm. And I want that. Maybe not in pink, because that's not my, I don't really like that color. But I want that sign. That big neon sign. Yes. And Brian's just going to have to accept it. In the room, though? Maybe not in the room. But, like, somewhere. Theater room. Oh, yes. Theater room. Yes, theater room. You're right. Yep, you're right. But I, I never noticed that until this, episode, this viewing. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie actually has a lot of um, interpersonal, um, not monologues. What do you mean monologue? Between two people. Dialogues. Di- like, yeah, dialogue. Yeah, regular dialogue. But, like, like for instance, like, um, the intimidation scene with Shrek and um, Selena. Oh, yeah. Christopher Walken so, so good. Doing, like, subtle intimidation. Uh-huh. Like, he's just inching closer and closer. Just kind of, like, standing over her. Mm-hmm. Like, that dark... Breaks the tension and then goes in. Yep. He's so good. He's just like, slowly pushes her more back towards the window. And she's like, fine, intimidate me, bully me, I don't care. Like, and then, what was the exact line that she said? It's not like you're going to kill me. Yeah, something like that. And he's just like, actually. Something like that. Something like that. And then she's like, oh, crap. Okay, now we're going to laugh it off. Like, oh, okay, I thought you were serious. And then push. Which, that, that was one of the things that kind of got me a little bit where like because <laughs> like I'm not like too upset the original like with Catwoman in the comic books was that like from a young kid she was basically like abandoned by her parents and mm-hmm. you know she had to go for like stealing and petty thefts and you know became this huge like crime whatever 
And I don't mind the changing from that, but the thing that I found a little funky was that basically she was being eaten by cats, and then somehow that just made her Yeah, I, don't, I never understood what the connection was. I that. didn't get that. And then also, like, okay, granted, don't get me, like... Visually, it looks awesome. Oh, visually, it looks fantastic. Because also, I, I've said this plenty of times, if you ever die in your home, your dog will lay with you. And just be be with you. Your cat They'll eat you. will eat you. <laughs> because... Aren't they still not technically eat. domesticated? Technically, like... Te- yeah, you're right. Except Marbles. Because Marbles is basically a dog. It's basically yeah. what he is. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, that scene I never really completely got. I was kind of like, alright, so some cats were looking at her and chewing on her fingers and suddenly that just brought her back to life. Okay. Marbles, get here. I need the powers. <laughs> Come on, make me Catwoman. Meow. <laughs> yeah, that was the one, but that was one of my grievances. I was just mm. like, that's kind of dumb, but okay. Also, like, Christopher Walken's delivery of, I'm just a poor schmo <laughs> who got lucky. I forget the rest of the line. <laughs> for some reason, that part always sticks out at me. Well, I just find it funny the at the one scene where the uh um like the circus people were just like that we're going after your dad max we're going after him and son's just like you'll have to go through me dad go run quick he he got the fuck out of it dad doesn't even think twice he's just like okay bye (laughs) i'll make another one exactly it's like good father of the year right there Good mm-hmm. job. But then later, of course, like, when his son is being threatened that he's going to be kidnapped and killed, he's just like, it's no, he's take public, me instead. Why. Well, more people are watching. Yeah. The first one, no, not many people were paying attention. They were kind of just running. Yeah. Father of the year. Seriously. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when, when that whole, like, scene breaks out where, like, all the, the circus people and clowns are, like, attacking everyone, and the clown with the flamethrower... Oh, yeah. Trying to blow it at the Batmobile. And he's like, nope, that's not a fire. Spins the whole thing around. (laughs) This is a fire. (laughs) Engine just blasts this dude straight in the chest. Through the window, right? Yeah, through Mm -hmm. the window. Through the window. To the wall. To the wall. To the sweater around my balls. All these females grow. Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker. Yes. Ski, ski, (laughs) goddamn. Uh, oh, now I just remember Betty White. Oh. Now I'm sad. Rest in peace. So sorry. You, you, you ever seen, um, the, the, the uh, Proposal? With Ryan yes. Reynolds? Yeah. That's another good movie. It's pretty cute. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a decent movie. Um, we also have... Oh, but also, uh, the, one of my favorites was when, like, you... Because sh- it, it's, uh, before Selena turns into Catwoman, um, but all that is happening, and... Mm-hmm. She's, like, about to be, like, she's being threatened by that one dude because Batman's around and knocks the dude out. And she just kicks him after Batman's already knocked him out. And she's like, wow, <clears throat> the Batman, or just Batman, if you prefer. I, and the, the, the whole entire scene is just, because she's just so awkward and adorable and mm-hmm. just so funny. And he's just staring at her, like, all right. And then just walks away. And into just, the shadows. Into the shadows. And she's just, like... Very brief, just like all the men in my life. <laughs> <laughs> then there's you. 
But you, what would she say? Do you need help? Well, well you need therapy. That's <laughs> Dude, just on the Don't ground. Don't we all, though? Yeah, I, ther- I say all the time that therapy is good for anybody. Whether you are fine or not. Like, mm-hmm. people just need therapy. But, uh, yeah. And then even the her picking up the terror that the guy had, which shows up at the very end mm-hmm. of her killing Shrek. Spoilers. Spoilers! Spoiler obviously. alert. Obviously, we're going to say the ending. <laughs> But just every time she... I love all of her lines mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. It just... The mistletoe line. Yes. All of her, like, nine lives speeches that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, when she first um, puts the costume on. I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much more... What was it? So much... Turn, page turn. So much yummier. Oh, yes. And, and, like, every time, like, just her line delivery of that is just me in the inside going, <laughs> Like a little kid, like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm so excited about the new Batman movie is the whole, because at the end of the day with Selena Kyle, like, even in this movie, like, it's, yes, you kind of get more of it, of, like, their relationship dynamic, but I feel like that with this new Batman movie, it's really going to just dive right in. Yeah. Because when it comes to, and one of my grievances with all the Batman movies is that every single one, pretty much, is just him, and that's the, probably the only thing that I can be okay with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, is because they at least dip the toes into him, him having the Bat family. Yes. Because one thing I will agree with people that have grievance, like, who makes comments towards Batman is that, like, him alone as a character is kind of boring. What makes him more, have more humanity is the fact of he having his Bat family. Yeah. But, like, all the other movies, it's just him. Yeah, it's because the the, the Bat family are pretty much just avatars of his own personality. Exactly. And it's like, we just need to have more of that. And I feel like we might be getting that. Maybe not right away, but I feel like Matt Reeves... Yeah. It's going to be diving into that. Just by showing Selena Kyle more. Because she was pretty much there at, like, the beginning mm-hmm. of Batman. And this is supposed to be in year two. Yes. So, like, I'm just... I'm looking forward to seeing this dynamic. Because I feel like it's going to be wonderful. And I feel like Zoe Kravitz is going to do amazing as Catwoman. And, like... <sighs> yes. Um, under the surface... Catwoman is such a like complex and such a like great character, but superficially, she is sex appeal. Yes, Michelle Pfeiffer embodies that. Uh huh. Zoe Kravitz, I feel like will embody that. Absolutely. Um. Why did I blank on her name? Anne Hathaway. Yes. Yes. I, eh. I absolutely loved her as Catwoman. I'm not saying I don't like her as Catwoman. <laughs> it's just like to that same level, it's not there. That that that's fair. Like, because uh, personally, she became like one of my favorite Catwoman because she had the personality like so well. Yeah. In my opinion, like I felt like she just embodied like the attitude of Catwoman just beautifully. And but I, also, I loved like it. Catwoman uses her sexuality. True. To her own advantage. True. Which, hell, I would too if I looked like Catwoman. (laughs) 
No one's gonna deny that. <laughs> no, that's true. That's, that, very, that's what very I'm saying. True. Like superficially, that that's what I mean. Yes. But like, at least performance-wise, Anne Hathaway did great. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, Michelle Pfeiffer's still on a fucking pedestal, though. Oh, she's so she's just so good, and I love how when we were watching the movie, when she's like on top of uh, Batman, and she just licks like his face, like the bottom part of his face, and you're just like lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is understandable because it's Michelle Pfeiffer. She's yeah. gorgeous and wonderful and funny and just ah. Every time I see interviews with her, I'm just like, you're just so cute. I love you. Be my friend, please. I was gonna put say something else, but I feel like no, no, no. <laughs> nope. we'll just skip it. We'll just nope. skip it. <laughs> um, Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito as the penguin is. Just the right level of hamminess and just being terrifying. Yeah. Like, you just look at him and you're just immediately creeped out. And I, I, I know you have your opinion, but I would not want him as a mayor. No, that, the pe- that penguin. Mm-hmm. Just, no. Because I would take one look at him and be like, seriously? We, we want, you guys want him to run this? Si-? No, I'm good. I'm good. Next. <laughs> like the sh- that MTV show. Next. And then Lex Luthor comes out. Next! <laughs> <laughs> and then Loki comes out. Okay, you can stay. <laughs> You're pretty. You You're can so stay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it, it's just... And also, the the scene where um, it was the... Um, uh, you know, he's about to say his speech about becoming mayor because this is like way down the line of the movie. But it's one of the scenes that I find just hilarious. And just, um, it's Bruce Wayne is up in his tower and he shows, the, he plays the recording of Penguin basically, like, talking down about the city and How I played him with the harp out of, or harp from hell. Yes. And they're just pelting the tomatoes and the vegetables at him. They went to that knowing this was going to happen because you do not carry tomatoes in your pocket anywhere. Right? Like, I always, ever since, I told you this earlier, ever since I was a kid and I've seen scenes like that in movies and TV shows, I'm like, where did they get, why are they just carrying fruits and veggies in their pockets? Where are these tomatoes coming from? I understand maybe a small percentage of those people, maybe they might be walking home from doing groceries. They just so happen to buy tomatoes. That's understandable. But the whole damn crowd? Uh Uh-huh. It never made any sense to me growing up, ever. Uh, you know, I'm just going to start a business of selling vegetables at those type of gatherings. Oh, yeah. Just for that purpose. If anybody wants to pelt them, you might get arrested for that. But... Oh, I'm just selling stuff. True, that's I'm true. I'm just there. That's they true. They happen to want my product to throw at this person. Yes. Although, for that scene, Danny DeVito refused to have a stand-in for that scene. Like, he did it himself, mm-hmm. of being pelted with fruits and vegetables. Because he would. Of course he would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. He's, he's a trash man. Exactly. He's a trash man. Um, so, speaking of, obviously, like we were saying, Danny DeVito, uh, did you read up on how the uh, saliva was created? Yeah. Wasn't it like mouthwash and uh, dye? Like yes. food coloring? And it was actually Danny DeVito's idea. Yes. I did mm-hmm. see that. I can mark that off now. Where's my pen? There's my pen. Makes It makes it easier. Yes. <laughs> and also, even when he was doing... He, he was getting his makeup done in the trailer. Um, What exactly did... Oh, yeah. Because he removed one of the cabinets that he had in the trailer. And then he put in, like, a laser disc. Mm-hmm. 
um, where while he was getting his makeup done for like three hours each time, he would bring his favorite movies and literally watch his favorite movies while they were doing his makeup. That's the best way to do it. I'm like, that's just so wholesome and just such a smart idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, why wouldn't you? That's, yeah. a, that's a whole movie right Take there. that opportunity to just sit there and just watch some of your favorite movies while you're getting this makeup done and everything is all good. Yeah. Smart man. Oh, also, I had written down this long paragraph because I knew that I was going to forget the exact specifics. Mm -hmm. But, so, a lot of people were, like, really, like, oh, my God, there's so many animals and, like, they're being treated badly and blah. Because you know how PETA, they're, like, mm -hmm. a bunch of psycho crazy people. Especially in the 90s. Yo, yeah. But uh, the penguins were probably treated the best out of everybody on set. They had their own, uh, what's it called? Uh, dressing room. They literally, they were flown over a refrigerated... Uh, hold of a plane they were given their own refrigerated trailer and swimming pool and half a ton of fresh ice every day a fresh fish fresh fish delivered daily straight from the docks the entire set was refrigerated down to 35 degrees and because the temperature would get like 100 degrees outside mm -hmm. so it was always super cold in there they had their own round-the-clock bodyguard and most of them had mated and produced eggs which is a sheer fire sign that penguins are content and they're happy. Yeah. Like, come on. They're probably treated better than their own cast. Exactly. I mean, that was the thing with uh, Cujo in the movie Cujo, was that the dog was actually treated better than the people. That's Which, good, that's how it should be. Indeed. The humans can at least understand what's happening. Just let the animals be. Yeah, don't don't pull a Friday the 13th and freaking chop a snake in half. Oh, that is just so horrible. I a live so snake in half. And not tell the owner. Mm-hmm. Because it was somebody's pet. Oh, I would have been so mad. I would have started chopping people in half and be like, and fuck you, and fuck you. But anyway, I digress. But still, just all those little penguins, they were just being so cute. And just and squish, little squish, waddles walking around <laughs> in the little suits. It's so great. And then, of course, there were mechanical ones, which there was uh, the um, special effects technician, mm -hmm. uh, Stan Winston. He had said that when they were cleaning up everything at the end of uh, the wrap-up, that they found, like, a live penguin like a real penguin all snuggled up to one of the mechanical mm -hmm. penguins i'm like that's adorable that's so they were like this is now my boyfriend i'm going to keep this one this one's mine exactly but it's fake this one's mine yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um let's see what else i have oh so did you read up that uh Max Shrek was almost written as the Penguin's brother. Yeah, I, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Because mm -hmm. that's just weird. I wasn't really a fan of that one. Yeah. And also, it was originally that Batman and Catwoman were going to be looking for hidden treasure. What? Uh, yeah, I was like, all that. And I'm just like, oh, God, no. I'm so glad they did not do that. Because, no, thank you. Absolutely not. Uh, also... Michelle Pfeiffer wasn't actually the first choice. No, I don't remember who the first choice was. I did see, but I forgot. Annette Benning. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wrote down here, a different actor was originally cast in the role of Catwoman, beating out Michelle Pfeiffer. This had actually crushed Michelle Pfeiffer, saying that as a young girl, she always uh, was completely obsessed with Catwoman. And when that she heard that Tim Burton was making a film and already cast Catwoman... She was devastated. Um, she said at the time it was Annette Benning, then she became pregnant, and the rest is history. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, the movie was supposed to have Robin. 
Yes, with um, Marlon Wayne. Marlon Wayne, yes. And he even got fitted for a suit and everything. They and he filmed was ready scenes. To go. They filmed scenes. And then, no, because they were like, there's too many people being introduced. They, they could have gotten rid of, like, three clowns to put him in. Yeah, seriously. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, really. But, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Maybe eventually. Yeah. We'll get, like, a decent Batman and Robin. Please. I mean, Marlon Wayne at this point is too old. Yeah, yeah. Like, no offense, Marlon Wayne, but that's that's life. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it it, is. Oh, she went off your head. No! (laughs) Going back to, like, talking about scenes, it just popped in my head. Remembering when Penguin goes upstairs and he finds Catwoman in his bed. Mm -hmm. And he's just like... Just a pussy I've been looking for. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I want that as a ringtone. Oh god. Or that a text would, tone. That would be so funny. But like, I could just imagine like if somebody like came up and said that to me, like, it doesn't matter if they're like attractive or not. Mm-hmm. If someone has that like weird breathing noise and just says that, I just immediately like, vomit. Like that's, no thank you, I'm good. Oh, but that whole scene between the two of them was just hilarious. You know what would be funny? The next person I date, I'm going to have their specific text tone be that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Just... I like, yes, yes, beautiful, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but even the one scene in that where, because um, uh, Selena takes out the bird from uh, the cage that Penguin had. Mm-hmm. That little tiny, I forget what kind of bird it was. Some, like. Finch, maybe? Maybe. But, like, she... Michelle Pfeiffer had literally put the bird into her mouth because mm-hmm. originally they were trying to have it like a fake bird flowing, flying out, but she didn't like the way that it looked like she herself was just like, it, did, it looked too fake. It just yeah. didn't look right. So she had the bird in her mouth and let it fly off. But of course, Penguin was threatening her kitty cat because no. Yeah. You don't threaten a woman's kitty cat. That sounded. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant, but you know what? It still works. I could make that as a sticker. <laughs> you could. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> Don't mind me, be, I'm writing. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> Don't mess with a woman's kitty cat. <laughs> Still writing. I'm a slow writer. But at the end of the day, at that end of the scene where Penguin is just laying down in the bed and he just has his hands together shaped like a bird. I do that on the regular. I know you do. I've seen it multiple times. Oh, there are just so many like good scenes. Like, cause like you said earlier, there's so many good scenes of just people going back and forth in this movie. Yeah. Like the whole scenery with, uh, Bruce and Selena, mm-hmm. not just Batman and Catwoman, but like that whole interaction that they have with each other. The, the dance or. Yeah. Everything. Uh, like yeah. when they first meet, when they're outside and they're talking about the Christmas tree ceremony when they're mm-hmm. at his house the dance like and they're throughout the movie there are so many times where they're both kind of making like you can hear them do like subtle hints of like him being batman and her being cat one yet they never realize until they're at the dance and they're underneath the mistletoe and she says that um mistletoe can be toxic if eaten and he says a kiss can be deadlier a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it and because each of them had said opposite mm-hmm. of that. And that's when they're both like, oh, crap. 
Do, do we have to start fighting? And, yeah, they just embrace each other even more. She's like, does this mean we have to start fighting? He's like, let's go outside. Boom! And then people just yeet everywhere. Everywhere! And I burst out laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. Absolutely. But just the whole dynamic between the two of them, like, I felt was just really great. And again, I'm so excited to see in the new Batman movie. Yes. Also, another thing I'm looking forward to in the new Batman movie is I feel like we're actually going to get more of a detective. I hope so. I I still I still want and I, I'll find a way of trademarking this just in case. But I really just want a horror movie from the perspective of criminals being chased down by Batman. Yes. I really want that. That would be great. I would love that a lot. Cause like he's the greatest detective in the world. But in all of his movies, you might get a little splash of detective work. Yeah. A little tiny sprinkle. But, like, I, I feel like in this movie we're actually going to get, like, a legit detective story. And I'm so pumped. Yeah, especially because, like, the, the influences from the fucking Zodiac Killer. Exactly! It would make sense! Like, me and my brother were uh, talking about uh, Riddler's design. He doesn't like it. That, that, I can understand. Yeah. I'm a little iffy about it as well. I like it because I understand where the inspiration is coming from. Right. Like I said, Zodiac Killer. For the Riddler, that's... Mm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for the movie to actually come out to make an official decision. Like, once I actually see the movie. Yeah. I'll watch it, and then... I did get spoiled one thing, but I will not say it. Don't you dare. Otherwise, I will pull a Hannibal Lecter on you. The face? I will rip off your face and wear it as a mask. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. What movie is that from? Cable Guy. Yes. <laughs> what was it what, was it a piece of meat I think so pretty sure it was like bit out the, the eyes and the mouth and he was like oh, yep. No. <laughs> yep 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 uh but yes I just I lost my train of thought so I basically we're experiencing te uh, technical difficulties if you would please <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what else do I have written down here? I have a lot for Catwoman. Yeah, I, I think I have a decent amount for Catwoman as well. Uh, the end scene with Catwoman? Oh, with, uh, between her and Max? No. When you see her in the shadows? Oh, like the end, end. End, end. End, 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 end. Okay, yes. yes. Um, that was actually added in last minute, and that was done... For the sole reason, because they wanted to do a solo series for Catwoman with Michelle Pfeiffer, but that never got any traction. Right. Also, I don't know how that would have gone. I, I don't know either. That, in the 90s? Right. Like, I'm glad at the end of the day, just for the movie itself, that they had it, like, you see that she's alive. Open-ended. Yeah, open-ended. Open-ended and just, like, because, you know, you don't want her to die at the end of the day. No. Because, like, you you want her to still be alive. Like, there didn't have to be anything after it. It could have just, like, it like it did. It just stayed that way. Mm -hmm. And I was totally cool with it. Just, she was alive. I'm happy. We're good. It, it's like, um, there's this one, um, recording, or not recording. There's one, like, small interview that Kevin Smith did. Yeah. Talking about, um, Dark Knight Rises. Specifically, that end scene with Alfred. Mm -hmm. He said you could have left it at Alfred's look before seeing Bruce Wayne. But nah, they actually gave you what he saw. Right. 
that's what this film did. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And even just, I love the fact that, because he sees her shadow first, Bruce Wayne, as he's driving, like, Alfred, stop the car! And then he goes and picks up the little black kitten that's mm-hmm. just there and just literally takes him home. Literally picks up the cat and just goes into the car. It's just so precious. I'm just like, yeah, save the little kitty, because kitties don't like the cold. That, that's me at work right now, because we have stray cats at work, and I've been trying to catch them. Oh, the babies. They have one... There's this one with little tiny paws. Oh. Like he has little stumpy paws. Oh. And he has these little white mittens. We, and we named him Jasper. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, that's so great. I want him so bad. Little Jasper. Um. So, did you read up that Danny Elfman actually had originally quit from the movie? No. Yeah. I did not see that one. Mm-hmm. Wait. Ah, I got one that you don't have. Ah. So yeah, um, Danny, El- yeah, Danny Elfman had originally quit after learning that the soundtrack featured artists such as Prince, Michael Jackson, and George Michaels. And he said that I didn't want to end up being just an orchestrator for someone else's tunes, which is what would have happened if he had went along with what that what the studio wanted. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I can get that part. You got anything else? David Bowie was the first choice for Max. Really? Ooh. (laughs) That would have been interesting. Ooh. Well, and also originally, uh, Tim Burton did not want Christopher Walken to play Max. Mm -hmm. Because in his exact words, that man scares the hell out of me. That's fair enough. Kenny was terrified of him. I mean, like, just... I I don't know if it's his eyes. Or his voice. Or his demeanor. Like, I don't know what it is. There's just something about the man that, like, I can uh, see other people being intimidated by. Yeah, it's a, it's a subtle, like, like I said, it's this subtle type of intimidation. It's it's not, like, overt and in your face. It's like, I'm going to calm you into submission. Yes. And that's probably it. Because that, that terrifies people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because, like, originally he didn't want that. And then he had Sleepy Hollow, where he got to work with him more, obviously. And he was just like, all right. All right, we can do this. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do this. Okay. But, yeah, when I saw that David Bowie was going to play it, like, I'm still glad that we did Christopher Walken, but I could only imagine what that would be for David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been interesting. I personally only have two more facts. Go for it. Um, Daniel Waters' original script actually... Um, had a lot of Bruce and Batman dialogue. Yeah. And Michael Keaton actually cut most of the dialogue himself. Huh. Mm. Um, because Michael Keaton preferred to let the suit do most of the talking, saying that once I realized how powerful the suit was in terms of an image on screen, I just used it. Right. And, uh, yeah, you, you barely has any dialogue. Oh, yeah, I've noticed that, too, as we were watching. I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's like I randomly remember... But, like, because he has most of his scenes where it's, like, banter between, like, him and Selena. Yeah, that's mostly it. Because also, if you really think about it, it's not... A lot of the times there's a lot of dialogue where it's the Penguin with Max or the Penguin with Selena. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a whole lot of Batman with other people. Which is perfectly fine because, yeah. like, they're kind of giving a story to, like, more of the characters of Gotham. Like, I can't tell what idea do I like better. Us learning the plot from 
the villain's standpoint and having Batman figure it out or us figure it out with Batman. I don't know, because either sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them both. Because this movie gives us a little bit of both. Yeah, like, that's kind of what it does, pretty much. It's just, I, yeah. I, I just love the way that it's done. Mm-hmm. And let's see, the last thing I have is, where to go? Oh, Catwoman suit. Incredibly hard to work in. Yeah, she never wants to wear it ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, the suit didn't have a means to use the bathroom. Nope. Meanwhile, Dana DeVito was stuck with the uh, four and a half hour makeup and costuming process, and they were able to bring it down to three hours by the end of the shoot. Well, I mean, once you start like getting used to it and doing yeah. it more and more and more, and also Michelle Pfeiffer went through sixty different cat suits, and they cost like about a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. Was it actual leather? Probably. I think so. That's part of Which why. would also make it even more uncomfortable because, Jesus Christ, I would not want to be in that suit either. Mm-hmm. She also accidentally cut, um, hit in the face her uh, trainer for the whip mm-hmm. at one point, And she was like, she said, um, to like in different interviews where basically like, the person was like super nice about it. Like, super cool, super sweet. Like, thank God, because I felt so horrible. And I was like... I would feel bad, too. But that scene where she first gets her whip mm-hmm. at the store, and she's just, you know, flinging it around, doing beautifully at it, and the guy, what was the one that the security guard said? Like, I don't know whether to be, or arrest her, or... <sighs> Fall in love. Fall in love with her. Yes, that, that, that was it. That was it. And she just whips the gun out of her hand. It's just like, whoa, lady, calm down. And she's like, you're overpaid. And just whips again. Mm. I love that scene. And I honestly can't remember seeing uh, another Catwoman in any of the other movies with a whip. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that as I was seeing it. I was like, have we seen any other Catwoman have her, like, signature whip? Because I don't think so. I don't even think Earth's a kid. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, and it maybe. doesn't look like um, Zoe Kravitz has a whip. That that we know of. Mm-hmm. Might have something at some point. Also, I don't know what this says about me, but why is it that like her like disheveled look? I find so fucking attractive. I don't know what it is, but I, I know I know what it is, but I don't know what it... Yeah, words are hard. How like, to articulate I, it. <laughs> like... I completely understand what you mean. I don't know what it is that it's attractive about it, but yes, I see where you're coming from on that mm-hmm. aspect. But even like the end, the very end scene where, because she wants to kill Max because he tried to kill her, and really he's just a horrible person in general. Yeah. And she, he's continuing to shoot at her because a common theme for her is that she just can't die because she has nine lives. She's a yes. cat. They have nine lives. Yeah. Obviously, people, that's a myth. Please don't start just killing your cats because we're past that stage of thinking that that's real. I just felt the need to say that. Um, but, like, at the end, and he's just, like, constantly shooting her. Her hair is all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. at this point, she just takes off her mask because it's, why at this point hi- bother hiding it? Yeah. Her hair is, like, all disheveled and all over, and he's just continuing to shoot her. And she's counting down the numbers of how many lives she has mm-hmm. left. But I do love the kill scene. That they do. Wait, where it's the taser from the beginning of the movie. And she just 
one last kiss and just sticks her tongue out, holds um what what was generator. it generator and then just plants her tongue on his face with the taser in between them and everything just sparks and shocks and electrocution and oh I just love it yes. And then later when Bruce is taking off all of the machines, trying to find Catwoman, what does he see? Not Catwoman, but a very terrified, burnt-looking Max. Just standing there with the bulging eyes. Which, I love that scene, because I got a good chuckle out of that Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) Also, like, the fucking clowns trying to fight Batman. Why are they making... Movements and sounds like the putties from Power Rangers. I don't know. Just the whole, like, circus group that Penguin has. I just... They're all just a bunch of misfits that don't really know what they're doing. And the one lady I was telling you when she was just making uh, the remarks about the Penguins, like, marching forward. Oh, no, they're turning back. Something's coming. Something big and fast. I'm just looking at you. I'm like, I bet she's great at parties. Just oh, that yeah. whole dull personality. It's just great to have around at parties. I mean, sometimes you need that dichotomy. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But even like, because when the whole plan for before the whole dance that all the rich ass parents were going to and their babies were sleeping at home and in their cribs and Penguin's just like, we're going to kidnap the babies and we're going to kill them. The firstborn. The firstborn, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the fat clown was like, isn't that a little extreme? <laughs> and he just shoots the clown and he just falls into the water. But later we see that clown again right before Max is about to be killed because he's underwater and he grabs that gun that he shoots Catwoman with. And there's that clown just chilling there. Yeah. Dead as a doornail. Yeah, because Max grabs the gun from him. Yes. What else we have? The Gotham City sets were constructed to be like mobile. Mm-hmm. So they can move everything around easily, and they would shift between days of filming, and Michelle Pfeiffer got lost quite a few times. Because <laughs> she's like, wait, where am I going again? Oh, my leg's and... asleep. <laughs> sleep. Wake the fuck up. Wake up! I said wake up! <laughs> that noise is me slapping the shit out of my leg, just in case. Yeah, just in case people are questioning what you are doing. <laughs> Um, also, at this point, you you can't have a movie without at least adding in somewhere the Willem scream. The famous scream. You know what the Willem is. Do uh, I? Yes. I will look up the Willem scream. You know what the Willem scream is. I'm trying to think. I'm just picturing Willem Dafoe, like, screaming. Wilhelm. Oh, I hear Willem. Uh, oh, that one. Okay, I never yeah. knew that there was a name for yeah, it. Yeah, the actual name is called <laughs> the Willem screen. Oh, okay, yes. Um, yeah, you you can't have a movie without adding in that scream somewhere. Yeah, that's true. It's like in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. At some point or another. Okay, now I, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yes. And also the one scene where um the uh, monkey is approaching Danny DeVito, the penguin, with a, the note from Batman. Mm-hmm. Literally, they had so much trouble getting that scene because the monkey was terrified of the penguin's makeup. 
And at one point, he actually legit, like, attacked Danny DeVito. Oh, shit. Which, luckily, DeVito took it like a champ, and he had a lot of padding because of his costume. But mm-hmm. he was like... He's like, I get it. It's like a poor little defenseless creature, and I look fucking terrified as all hell. And I'm like, yes, you do. So, yes. Oh, my God. But that poor monkey. So scared of the makeup. The monkey is so cute. Yeah. I still love when uh, Max is getting the key from the monkey when he's in that cage. And literally, he's like, takes the key straight out of the monkey's hand. And the monkey just has that wide face like, oh, how dare oh, you? Sacre bleu. <laughs> How rude! How rude! But monkeys are cute, though. They can be vicious little buggers, but they're just so cute. Yes. At least it's not a chimp. That's true. That's very true. I like chimps. They look awesome. They, they're all they're amazing creatures. But I will say I have a huge respect for those creatures. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I won't, I won't say that I fear an animal, but I have a huge respect for animals that I know will be able to kill me. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I need to put, like, in my notes somewhere of, like, if I die from a wild animal... I fucked up. I fucked up. Please yeah. don't kill the animal. We don't want another Harambe situation. Not that I would be that stupid, but whatever. Um. Oh, also another scene that I want to point out. Uh, when you first see Catwoman, like, being Catwoman, and, because it's that one guy who's attacking the girl. The mugger. The mugger, yes. Mm-hmm. And he, she just scratches the face. Tick, tack, toe. And, like, of course, the damsel in distress is like, oh, thanks. And she's just like, da-da-da-da-da. No, stop making yourself defenses, too. Exactly. Like, come on. You can handle yourself. Stop being a bitch. Woman waiting for the Batman while I'm Catwoman. And just runs off. Basically saying what you just said, where she's Mm. like, yeah, come on. We can take care of ourselves, people. Let's band together and we'll just be strong-ass women that don't need no man. That's like with the, the, the kitty litter at Walgreens. With the old guy. No, it was the case of water. Yes. But I know what you're talking about. As I'm, like, carrying the case of water, and he's just like, you're just gonna let her carry that? Yes. And I'm like, excuse me, I can carry this myself, dude. It's really, I can take care of myself, thank you very much. I will yeet this in your face. I did not say that because I didn't want to start a fight in the middle of Walgreens, but still. But it would have been funny. It would have been funny. It would have been. But I did just flat out tell him, like, I can take care of myself, thank you very much. And also, uh, it was it didn't win, unfortunately, but it was um, nominated for two Oscars, Best Effects slash Visual Effects, and also Best Makeup. So, why is it that every superhero movie only gets nominated for those two things? Because that's usually what happens. It's just, it, it's the same thing with like horror movies, because like there isn't a category in the Oscars for horror movies. That's why we have the Saturn Awards. Because mm-hmm. Saturn Awards are basically for like it started off just horror, but then it also turned into sci-fi, fantasy, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But, but yes, no, I agree. Like, uh, what was it? Get Out. It won an Oscar, but for comedy. Was it for comedy? Yes. Was, I just heard that it was a uh, best original screenplay. I think it was comedy. It, they marketed it as a comedy for the Oscars because there's literally not an option for fucking. Horror movies. Can they make one? There are fans of horror movies, and there are good ones out there that have... I mean, just look at animated movies. How long it took for them to have a category for animated movies? Ridiculously long time. Which the, the first one... 2001? 
Yeah, we talked about this during yes. Emperor's New Groove. Because mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove was the last one before that started, and Shrek was the first winner in 2001. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Memory. Sometimes it works. Sometimes this noggin works. Oh. <laughs> Going back to last week, or our last episode, when Shrek runs away from the, like, all the, the shit that's going on, and he's, like, off in the alley, and he's, like, like peeking around the corner, all of a sudden he drops down. Yes. Wrong level! <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that, actually, when I saw that scene. That's bad Liz. Bad, bad Liz. That was the first thing that came to mind. Uh, I did... There were a few, like, quotes that I wrote down during uh, this movie. Um, yeah, I like the scene where, basically, it's... Because uh, it's Bruce and Selena talking in front of the fireplace, which I want that fireplace, by the way. And they're kind of going back and forth with how they are, like, previous relationships, like, how they feel. And Mm -hmm. he compares himself, like, you don't know, I could be, like, Ted Bundy or... Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, sickos never scared me. At least they're committed. Like, I love... Again, I just love a lot of the lines that she has. Plus the double entendre with that. Exactly. Like, at least they're committed. Like, eh, 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 eh. eh. Uh, And then also, like, when... Both of them are dancing, like, right before they... It's the whole mistletoe thing where they realize who each other were. And they're both just like, I guess... Or, I think she says, I guess I'm tired of wearing masks. And he's just like, me too. And I'm just like, oh. Especially during the dance scene. Like, they're saying these things that are just subtly hinting at each other. And it's the mistletoe scene words that just really brought it up. But also, uh, probably one of my favorites was Shrek's... After, uh... For some reason, Bruce, Batman takes off his cowl, his mask. Luckily, the two people that witnessed it both died, yeah. so they don't know. But, quotations. Quotations. But Shrek is just like, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed up like Batman? Catwoman going, because he is Batman, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> why is that such a you line? Because it is. It is. And just like with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... With Gamora going, I am about to die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy. Because that's me. But we're your idiots. And I love you all <laughs> for it. But Especially you, like, between you and Brian. Like, especially when the two of you are together. I'm just like, I love these idiots. I really do. It's just me and Brian just linking arms, just bouncing them without <laughs> idiot friends. <laughs> Idiot friends. I'm also just seeing you guys like skip through like a meadow of wild daisies. Can, can we do that? Absolutely. Tell him when you, if he's awake when you get home. Tell him that I said that we need to skip through a field of flowers. Yep. I'll call my friend Kelly to do a photo shoot. Yes. Like, Kelly, can you do this? That's <laughs> the yeah, best friends forever. And the entire time I'll have in the background for like. To help set the mood going, the best friends forever. Mm-hmm. Best friends forever. Wait, which one? The the one from a uh, uh, Hangover. Oh. The three best. Fr- or no, that because it's two yeah. of you. That wouldn't work. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll hash it out later. We'll yeah, hash exactly. it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but uh, I just. There's just so much, like, beautiful, amazing things about this movie that I just love. And, like I said, there are a few... Like, with the, most of my grievances are basically, like... You know, the Catwoman situation of how she turned into Catwoman, I was kind of just like... 
alright, not really a fan of that. Um, the fact that it wasn't really Batman where he's doing a lot of situations where, like, easily these people are going, uh, have died or are going to die. Mm-hmm. Even, like, with the grievance of the Joker in the first movie where he basically lets him die. I, I don't know. It's just my opinion. Some of these people, Joker needs to die because Joker is just an absolute psychopath. Mm-hmm. But still. Uh, Jason Todd's speech in um, Under the Red Hood oh, yes. about the Joker. Yeah. There's no fixing him. No. There's there's just no fixing him. So I guess now we'll do our own... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Bad Liz. Bad Liz. What did you forget? I forgot the the the, the ratings. The, not our ratings. The other ratings. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Liz. Bad Liz. This is your job. Anyway. IMDb. 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes. 80%. Mm-hmm. Metacritic rating is 68%. And 82% of Google users liked this movie. Still pretty decent, except for that first one. The 7 out of 10? Yeah. Yeah, I would think it would be higher. Like, at least, like, maybe 8.2. Yeah. That's what I would think. But still, like, pretty decent, especially for the Rotten Tomatoes score, because you know how they're... Them. Yeah. Yeah, basically. We all know how we feel about... Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. But yes. Now our ratings. Danny, you go first. I shall give this movie... Hmm. I'll give this movie a solid four... Ah, ah, out of five. Ah, ah. <laughs> I like that. I like I like it. And you did the hand gesture with it as yes, well. Well done. Yes. <laughs> My little flippers. Yes, exactly. Um, That... It's. I just love the aesthetic of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the dialogue between characters, um, the fact that like you actually really don't see Batman that much. Right. It's what I said earlier, like the perspective of uh, learning the plot from the villain's point of view and having Batman finding out. It's interesting. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Do I have slight gripes with it? Sure. I mean, some parts don't hold up. That's mostly just because of visual effects. Like when the Batmobile gets its casing around it. Yeah. Looks cheesy, but I I can forget about that. Yeah. It's still a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I will give it a four and a half cat claws out of five. Um, I mentioned my grievous earlier with like Selena. Um, There are times where it's a little bit too on the campy side. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Um, yeah, but I still found that funny. Yeah. But, like, this still, at the same time, the aesthetics were great, like you just said. I like the dark and gritty feel. Um, the dialogue and the banter between everybody is just so well done. Everything is, like, definitely well thought out. The fact that the penguins were such taken care of. Yes. I also really love that because, you know, me being an animal lover, I have to throw that in there. Um... And it just, watching this just makes me even more excited for the new Batman movie to come out. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. And I feel like Robert Pattinson is going to do a fantastic job. Also really interested in, like, Colin Farrell's take on Penguin. Yes, and the fact that he doesn't even look like Colin Farrell. He doesn't look like <laughs> him at all. I didn't even realize that was him until they're like, Colin Farrell's the Penguin, I'm a- Rubbing my eyes. And I guarantee that's all makeup. Yeah. Like, I have a strong feeling that that's not CGI, really. It's just makeup. But, and I'm 
Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Because literally, they also said that this is going to be more like a villain origin story. And we already have three villains. Mm-hmm. So most likely, none of them are going to die. Because you have the Riddler, the Penguin, and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And it just... And I'm interested in that. I'm interested in more of like a villain. Because we had Batman origin stories so many times. We know what his origin Exactly. And like, when it comes to Batman, like, okay, we all get it. But again, his story is not just a one-dimensional, all-about-Batman situation. Like, it's all about... It's also about the Bat family, his villains, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... Gotham itself Gotham is itself. a fucking character. They're people. Like, the citizens of the town. Like, it's not just about Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Like, there's a whole... Ecosystem. There's a whole ecosystem exactly. to Batman. Exactly. And I just... I feel like that we're actually going to be getting more this time. Hopefully. So, hopefully. But yes, that was our episode in honor of the Batman coming out next week. Um, And the next episode will be released around St. Patty's Day time. So, uh, we will next time, in two weeks from now, be doing The Boondock Saints. Such a good movie. Oh, Oh my God. With Norman Reedus and Sean Flannery. And I'm so... Excited. Also, there's a tie-in with this. A tie-in? Yes. Yes. What? Eh? A cat. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Uh, Is it dead? (laughs) (laughs) That took me a hot minute. That pause is going to stay in that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If you can add in the the do 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 I'll give it a shot. I'll try to figure it out. Oh, sad face. But yes, <laughs> Boondock Saints. Personally, one of my favorite movies. And I, it's just, and I watch it like every year around St. Patty's Day time, because I just love it. It's just such a great movie, and it made me fall in love with Norman Reedus to a point where when I saw that he was on The Walking Dead, I was like. <gasps> Anyway, uh, but yes, I'm super excited for that. We're gonna we're we're drinking during that episode. I am fine with that. All right, awesome. So we have a plan. Um, what was I gonna say? Do we have what movie we're doing? The second movie for March? No, we only got up to Boondock Saints. What about Leprechaun? <gasps> the horror movie Leprechaun. Yes, yes. done, <laughs> done. Or we could just. Put ourselves through hell and watch Leprechaun in space. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a poll. <laughs> uh, but yes. Anyway, thank you again for listening to us ramble as the usual spiel that we do. Indeed. Uh, we are on Instagram. Uh, if you want to leave us a five-star review, that would be awesome. Um, also, tell your neighbors, tell your friends. I know I keep saying that every week. Um, tell the mass weird dude that just goes throughout the night scaring people and mm-hmm. tell your barber tell your barber's barber tell your barber's barber's barber then tell his wife yes all of that what he just said mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes this was us taking on cinema episode of 11 episode, episode, episode 11. 11 11 and again thank you for listening and I hope you have a great night day week month year potato Potato. I like cereal. 
<laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. Good. Bye.